0: is up bros anybody care to lax welcome back to the crease dive today is friday may 17th and we are on to the quarterfinals of the 2019 ncaa men's lacrosse tournament we've got four games this weekend we've got three next weekend we are down to our final seven games of college lacrosse this year um so jake it's it's winding down to an end here so it's Little, little bittersweet. I would, I would say here, but I mean, we got an unreal lineup here, so I guess it can't be, uh, can't be too upset about it.
1: Yeah, it's been a sweet year. Uh, we've had a lot of really fucking good lacrosse going on. Um, yeah, it's bittersweet, but I mean, it's only going to get better. I think we've, you know, we've, we've really set ourselves up here, you know, as the fans who, you know, are ninety-five percent of, you know, uh, the commentating, you know, like we, we're the most important, right? It's not the guys on the field. Um, well like without yeah,
0: I mean, us without us watching, like what they wouldn't even be able to play. So that's right. That's right. That's fair. So,
1: you know, we've got our we got our, our four games for uh for this weekend. Um, let's get right into it. Let's start talking about them.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, before we start talking to, about them, um, real quick, a little bit later in this episode, we've got a interview with uh Newly reinstated Notre Dame Attackman, Ryder Garnsey, as well as Brendan Gleeson. So the boys uh, t- took some time out of their schedule to talk to us about the their game this weekend against Duke. Um, so that'll be coming up in a little bit here. But before we get to Notre Dame-Duke, got to talk about the first game of the weekend. We've got a little old school ACC matchup here, but I, I don't know if pretty sure the the storyline that they've been saying is that they haven't played each other since Maryland left the ACC so we've got the Terps against Virginia so this is a uh just a nice little nostalgic matchup here um and so obviously Maryland gets into this game after taking down Towson in overtime they were the only uh the only unseeded team to advance so far. And then Virginia gets here after they put an absolute beat down on Bobby Mo. Um, you know, that was 19 to 10, but that was like a nine goal game. There it was way closer than it actually was. So both of these teams coming in, uh, probably feeling pretty good about themselves. And I, I like, I'm so like these, these next seven games, I'm not going to have Any fucking idea how to feel about them? Like at this point, I I feel like every game here is 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 got to be just it's got to be a pick 'em either way. Like we're not going to see any absolute beatdowns anymore, so it's going to be one goal games all over the board. Like I I still have no idea how to feel about this one.
1: I don't. I don't know either because, like you know, all year we've been kind of watching Virginia, and we've said a couple times like we're not sold. And I mean, I get that. Like you know, you've got, but you mean. But I get it, but I also don't because you know they've got what six guys who are in the twenty point range. Um, you know you got Ryan Conrad, Michael Krause, and Labiano who have all really shown up really really good, especially towards the end of the year. I think Virginia's got uh, got some nice momentum, but so does Maryland, dude. Like Maryland, you know that they're they're no stranger to being um, in this position, and it's like honestly, like who has more to prove? And the and you know does does Virginia you know say hey like. Yeah, we got eat, you know, that nineteen ten win wasn't just a fluke. Like we're here to fucking play. Like they need to make a statement against Maryland, and Maryland also needs to make a statement and say, hey, like we can. You know, we know we we lost uh, we lost to Hopkins twice, but like we're still here. So I don't know. Like I, I again, like you said, it's like it's it's hard to know how to feel about them.
0: Yeah, and like like I, I at some point like there has to come a time that Maryland doesn't make it to the final four. But like, I feel like until that happens, I I can't like pick against them. Um, So, I mean, this would be like six trips in a row, which is absolutely preposterous. Um, I mean, like downright silly. So like I, I guess until that happens, like I can't pick against them, but like Virginia, like they, not only do they have depth, but like, like the depth that they had, like everybody eats, everybody cooks on that team. Like from Matt Moore, Michael Krause, Laviano, Doc's and Ryan Conrad, like Mikey Herring had, what did he have? Six goals last week. And like, obviously like they were kind of shit pumping Bobby Moe a little bit. So like, that was kind of a stat game for a lot of guys, but like, I, I feel like, Mikey Herring's probably a guy that not a lot of people like necessarily talk. Like when you're talking about Virginia Lacrosse, like you probably start off with like Krause and, and, uh, you know, Docs Aiken, Ryan Conrad, and like he's kind of like a forgotten guy and he's out there putting home six. So like, I don't know. I, I just feel like that offense is, um, I mean, they're absolutely stacked. And like, I, not to say that Maryland's offense isn't stacked either, um, but, I don't know. Like I I just feel like Virginia has guys who like no matter what, they're gonna get theirs. Um, so I, I guess it just depends on on how Maryland's offense comes out. Like we saw like Jared Bernhardt, he had that you know the, the goal to send that game into overtime, but like he wasn't necessarily like a, a massive game changer, um, at least early on in that Towson game. So I guess it depends on on how many guys show up for Maryland
1: uh it's it's gonna do it i mean it's such a coach's answer but it's got to be it's like you know who who wants it more right um where
0: uh where is this one being played i believe that these are the uh f- some of these are, are at hartford and some are at Hofstra.
2: probably okay.
0: probably should have looked that up i mean either way they're they're both they're both traveling um i imagine the weather will be nice you know i'm a big weather guy
1: um, I think it's supposed to be nice this weekend. Uh, if it rains, then you you I get mean, a totally different ball game. You got to you got to think that that you know the the boys are going to get you know. First of all, is it a turf field? Are they playing on turf?
0: Yeah, I feel like if you're playing in the northeast, it's got to be turf.
1: Oh, this, uh, this I mean, I, I've I've heard worse, but um, I mean, okay. my,
0: my high school team plays on grass, but. I, th- oh. I think I think we're like like one of like the the last teams on planet Earth who still rocks grass. Yeah, tur- turf
1: is so cheap. Like, why don't you just like so cheap nowadays? Just tell them to go fucking upgrade to turf. I don't know. I think the weather might have something to do with it. Um, I think if it's nice and sunny, uh, you know, nobody's worried about it. But then when it starts raining, you know, people guys worried about sticks and shit like that. I don't know. I, I have no idea. I'm just talking right now.
0: Yeah. Uh, one thing I'll say though is like. These kids have it so fucking nice. Like, like ten years ago, the weather would be like a major deciding yeah. factor in a game. But like now, like so, Virginia, they're they're a they're a warrior school. So I mean, they they probably got um you know probably got a few like warps whipping around there and and just but like and then Maryland, I'm pretty sure that they are under armor they're they're under armor but I'm pretty sure that they get their mesh I'm pretty sure they're like ECD in terms of oh, yeah. so like it's so like that shit right that like it could be you could play in a hurricane and it's like the ball still going to come out relatively consistent with with all the new stick technology so like that's that's a thing where like eventually it, it, weather's not going to it's it's just like if if Guys hate running around with like wet socks, which like who doesn't? Um, So really, it depends on like how many psychopaths you have on your team because it takes a psycho to not care about wet socks. So, um, but yeah. I mean, I mean you it,
1: have to you have to give you know, a, but at least the goal the goalies are are confirmed psychopaths. You know, face off guys. You know, how many defensemen do you have or psychopaths? Because you know, you, you, you know, you, every now and then you get a nice little goon out there who just you know. He puts up 305 in the weight room and also like eats the whole box of cereal, including the cardboard. Like, you know, there's there's guys out there who are yeah, like, like never
0: thing. never wearing an under like a shooting shirt under his jersey, just going full oh, yeah. tarps off, like rolling the sleeves up. Um, but yeah, I mean if it's gonna be nice weather, I guess I guess that won't make much of a difference. But if if we do get some a little bit of a, a rain shower here and there, it depends on whoever has the most amount of psychopaths on the roster, you are on your way to Philly for championship weekend. Confirmed. Uh, and the second game on Saturday. So Maryland, Virginia, that is at noon on all these games are on ESPNU, uh, second game. We've got the Notre Dame fighting Irish. They'll be taking on Duke in a matchup that, uh, a a pretty historical matchup in terms of the NCAA tournament. Um, now if, if we're looking at the ACC tournament, recent history has been on Notre Dame side. I think they've beat them in the last two or three ACC semifinal games. Um, and then, but Duke, they, they've had their way uh, with Notre Dame when it comes to the NCAA tournament. So we can go, you know, 2010 Brian Costabile or 2014 with Jordan Wolf. Um, pretty sure they, they beat them another time somewhere, another couple times somewhere in there. Um, but, yeah, so a, a matchup that is pretty familiar in the NCAA tournament. And so now they'll be playing for the third time this year. They've split that series. So regular season, this game was at Duke. Duke came away with the 14-8 to win. So, um, you know, pr- pretty handily there. And then ACC semifinals. Again, this was at Duke, but Notre Dame came out with 12-10. So little little, little rubber match here. Uh, it's 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 a good buzzword there but this is the rubber match. so obviously as we mentioned um we had Ryder Garnsey and Brendan Gleason on this week's episode so you know you'll be hearing them from them in a couple minutes here i don't want to sound too biased but I, the boys are good salesmen and and i think that they may have talked me into this one
1: i agree um although i you know don't possess the 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 darkness in, in my spirit to root for Duke. Um, I know that Notre Dame is a solid team. They really showed up against Hopkins. Like the way I think we were both wrong about Hopkins. Or maybe you picked Notre Dame. I don't, I don't recall. Um, but I mean, uh, really you about- know what?
0: I, I said, I said Hopkins, like I kind of like kind of like teased the idea of Garnsey coming back because we, we recorded that before the news broke. So I said, if, if, if Notre Dame was getting some reinforcements, maybe, but I'm pretty sure we were both on Hopkins originally, which I mean, that that's gotta be the first time we've ever been wrong.
1: Uh, I mean, I've actually never been wrong. So, you know, I've, I've, I'm pretty sure that, you know, I've got a perfect record when it comes to everything. So, you know, you know, speak for yourself, sir. Uh, So when we go back and we look at these previous round games, like, you know, Notre Dame pretty much put a beat down on Hopkins. Um, And then like Duke, you know, for those for those who didn't get to catch the Duke Richmond game, Duke was up like twelve eight, and Richmond pumped in three in about the back like the last four minutes or so. So they made it look closer than it really was. Duke was um, Duke was being Duke. They were they were putting the bowl, putting the putting the ball in the back of the net, and uh, Richmond was just really making some dumb mistakes. Um, so that makes that makes me think that uh, Duke being a two seed is not actually. Uh, You know, where they should be. I I think that Notre Dame will be able to handle Duke. Um, You know, Duke's got a lot of shooters, but so does Notre Dame. I mean, uh, Duke's got a lot of shooters, but so does Notre Dame. And, uh, you know, what it. I I give the edge to uh, Notre Dame's D as well. So, Uh,
0: you know, the, the one thing I would say is that teams need to just like, or goalies specifically. If you see Nakai Montgomery loading up for a shot, just like lay down on the ground. Um, you know he's going low, and he still beats everybody low. So, just like lay down on the ground. Um, but Nakai is a is a fucking killer. So, like that. That's the thing is like, like I love watching him play in in the month of May. Like I think that he's, um, like he he has that ability to just like turn it up several notches when you know on the biggest stage um so i it'll kind of suck to to see if if his season ends this weekend um but yeah like i mentioned that the boys they talked me into this one so i i i think i think i'm riding with although i don't want to get like my my stink on them either so i don't know my my brain says no my heart says notre dame um but I might, I might just have to pick Duke here to, uh, just just to make sure I don't mush the boys for for coming on the podcast. That's fair. Um, I, I will go ahead and I'll, I'll support them because uh, it'll kind of be like the like the Drake curse a little bit. Because like I don't I don't know if you saw this or not, but Game Seven of the Raptors and Sixers, that motherfucker was wearing Sixers shorts because because I- he knows that he is a goddamn asshole and just curses everything that he touches. So I don't know. I guess he's smartened up a little bit on that one. But So last thing we need, though, is a, is a Jordy curse.
1: That's true. That would be terrible considering mm-hmm. all the sports and the lives that you touch with your journalism.
0: Yeah, so. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so, I, hey, we might as well just kick it right over then to our interview with Notre Dame's Ryder Garnsey and Brendan Gleeson. All right, and with us right now, we've got from the Notre Dame Irish a couple of studs getting ready here as they head into the second round of the NCAA tournament. We've got Ryder Garnsey and Brendan Gleeson on the line. Boys, thanks for uh thanks for fitting us into your schedule here. I know I know you guys look pretty pretty busy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> thanks for having us. Yeah. Him. Uh
0: so yeah, I mean, the the boys I I don't, I don't want to, you know, talk too much shit on, on Hopkins here. Like that's not what this is about, but the boys laid a nice little beat down on the blue Jays there in the first round. So, uh, you know, to close out the first round of the tournament. So, um, you know, real quick, just how, how did, how did that one feel? Um, you know, Brandon, you could probably take that first and then Ryder also, you can talk about, you know, making your season debut. Uh,
4: yeah, I mean, that one felt good. Obviously like got bounced from the first round of the tournament last year against Denver. Um, We've kind of been up and down all year, haven't really strung together more than more than two wins in a row. So, I guess to come out
3: pretty strong and and start our postseason like that, uh, obviously a great way to start. Yeah, I mean, like Lebo said, we got bounced at home in the first round last year, so that one stung. Um, and then coming out this year, we 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 had pretty good energy, pretty good focus throughout the week, and I thought we carried that into the game pretty well
0: yeah well then uh you know for you right so obviously uh i I feel like if anyone's listening to this podcast right now they probably already know the situation but for if some reason like anyone just like stumbled upon this podcast uh so you you missed the regular season come back here you finish up your finals the uh academic ineligibility is no more and you get out there and uh yeah i mean the the whole team balled out. So like you, you can give us like the coach's answer. Like, yeah, it was a, you know, a a whole team effort. Um, but specifically you came out and stuffed the back of the net right away. So, so how did that one feel?
3: Yeah. I mean, it felt great. Like you said, um, didn't get to play in the, in the regular season. So it was good to finally, um, you know, have some type of impact on the game. Um, obviously glad my, my teammates, we got guys all over the field that, that got us to the playoffs, got us a home seed. So, um, it was a lot of fun just, just being out there with my guys.
0: Yeah. Um, real quick. What, so what, what do you guys got going on now? Like I obviously are preparing for Duke, but like, what, uh, like are people on campus right now or is like everyone gone for the summer? Is it just pretty much you guys?
4: Yeah, It's pretty much just our team. Uh, like the seniors are still on campus cause graduation isn't until this weekend. So they've just been like hanging out, going out, like doing their thing.
3: Uh, but yeah, pretty much just our team. Yeah, this this week is, like, the best week of the year. Like, we don't have to go to school. We have lacrosse from, like, one to, like, four every day. Um, but, like, the dining halls aren't open or every, anything. So we just get, like, our um, director of operations will just, like, send us a text or whatever the morning of, like, here's where you guys got breakfast. Here's where you guys got lunch. Here's where you guys got dinner. We show up. We say – we're on the lacrosse team, and then everything's paid for, and we just get to hang out and do whatever with our buddies the rest of the time. Like yesterday, there was eight of us that played nine holes golf, came back, watched the Bruins game, hung out, watched the Warriors game, and then went to sleep. So it was who good. Uh,
0: who 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 hit who hit it the
4: hardest?
3: Definitely uh, not Timmy. No, no, we actually. <laughs> The, the, we all suck at golf But <laughs> on the ninth hole We decided that we were only allowed To use one club So I, I probably didn't even Sniff like a bogey throughout the rest of the round But I used my hybrid on the ninth hole And I got a par I putted, I hit like a 20 foot putt With my hybrid <laughs> And parred out, it was pretty awesome
0: Brett, what did so, you go with there Brendan?
4: Uh, I think I hit a 5 iron Wasn't a great choice
0: Tough break. Yeah,
4: I got yeah, I got I got a question for you. So like,
1: on every sports team I've ever played on, there's always been just one guy. It doesn't matter the sport; he's just fucking good at it. Like, it could be frisbee golf, it could be basketball. Do you guys have a guy on your team like you like you can say, "Hey, it's him." Any any type any like life or death situation like you needed some guy to to you know drain a three or
3: something like that.
1: Like, who's the most natural athlete you guys play with?
3: Um. I don't know if there's an obvious answer for that. I yeah. I will I say when we, were, when we were sophomores, um, Sergio Parkvik was pretty good at everything. Uh, <laughs> like he not he, surprising. He went to a hockey game, um, <laughs> or, and all the seniors went on the ice. They did like you know they're all in their jerseys, or whatever, throwing t-shirts into the stands, and they have the the thing where they put like the uh, the shooter tutor in the net, and then you shoot a couple pucks from center ice. And if you make one, you get – actually, I'll finish yeah, yeah, yeah. the story. Um, so if you make one, you get like someone like $200 of a, a voucher, of a, of a flight voucher. And so he hit it. Seems and like then, an NCAA violation would go on. Well, he, he, doesn't get, he doesn't get the money. He, he has like a – whatever. He's like, like representing somebody. And then uh, and then he hit it twice in a row to give the kid like $800. And Jesus. It was like, of course. Um, but actually Glebo did that this year as well. He didn't hit it the second. <laughs> I only mile. made the first one, but, but still, it's pretty impressive.
4: Regardless, that's, that's talent right there.
3: Yeah.
0: You're a hockey guy though. Aren't you?
4: Yeah. I played in high school. Not a big so. deal. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> had the right shot. Did,
0: then. did, did yeah, you play? Yeah, I mean, school. you're, you're, uh, you're both New England guys, right? So I figure you all. Yeah. Just- I,
3: I played <laughs> until I got to college. Oh, actually I didn't play my PG year, but I played throughout high, throughout you know, my whole life, and then um, high school. But I, I played goalie, so it's a little different animal. <laughs> okay,
0: dude, that's I, I've, I, I've played with a guy who was a, a hockey goalie, and then just a, a left. He was pretty fat though, but a lefty attackman in lacrosse. Yeah. So I guess, I guess that's like a, a natural, a natural switch. I guess, I guess if you're you're sick of just getting pucks tossed at you the whole time, you just end up being an attackman. Um, yeah,
3: you guys remember the kid Josh Dion who played at Duke? He did the same thing except he was like a legit hockey goalie like he could have played division one hockey goalie.
0: yeah well how about this then so brendan you get you get 10 shots let's say top of the circle you got you got 10 shots on Ryder, yeah. and maybe let's do five shots top of the circles and then five breakaways how many are you putting home Ooh. past Ryder?
4: i've never seen him play goalie so hard to tell but i'd like to think you guys I'd don't even three. play
0: like mini sticks or anything
4: No, no, that's Uh, That's for like twelve-year-olds. Come on. I mean, I love playing mini six when we were younger, but we don't have any of that stuff around. I guess.
3: Yeah, those days are gone. But, but to answer your question, probably. I think I could. I think I could. I think I could put in three out of five.
4: I feel confident with five.
0: From from top of the circle,
4: from the top of the circles. Come on, that's kind of deep. That's That's like a
3: fifteen-yard shot in lacrosse. No screen, no, not three. I think I could do three
4: breakaway five shots. Uh, I could probably put four home. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're gonna make, you're gonna make Ryder go get his go get his
1: gear.
0: You're gonna have to do this. Right in the street. Yeah, I'll tell you what, boy. You, I, I, I know that the coach's answer here is you're just taking it a week at a time. But if you just so happen to punch your ticket to to Philly, um, it will. Maybe we'll have to set something up for that, uh, for that Sunday here in Philly. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll get us, I'll get us some ice time at uh, Wells Fargo Center. <laughs> All
3: right. All right. I'm game. Uh,
0: but yeah, so, you know, guys heading into Duke here, so it, you know, like, like kind of just mentioned there. So, uh, you know, how how are the boys feeling? How's this week of practice been? Um, obviously, Duke isn't necessary. a lot of lot of history between Notre Dame and Duke in the tournament. Um, hasn't necessarily gone Notre Dame's way uh, recently. Um So like, is that anything that you guys think about? Or are you just like, you know, whatever, like fuck those guys. We, are, you know, we already beat them once this year. Might as well beat them again.
4: Yeah. I mean, I think Ryder was saying this is like the ninth time we've played Duke in our career. So we're definitely familiar with each other, know each other's tendencies pretty well, know how they play. Um, But, you know, like feel like focus this week has been pretty, pretty sharp. Uh, a lot of confidence off that win against Hopkins on Sunday. So I think that's kind of carried over this week and, and guys are balling in practice this week so far. Um, and, you know, it's just like another, another chance to, to play together for a week. Um, so like, I don't know if we're really going to let the past kind of affect us too much. Uh, we just kind of go, got to go out there and ball.
3: Yeah. I mean, I think that's a perfect answer. I think guys confidence is really high. Guys are, you know, talking to a lot of guys, they they want the game to be tomorrow. Um, we just can't can't wait to get out there and play.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I feel like that's probably more of like a media thing. Like when I write the blog, uh, like previewing this game, like I'm probably going to lead it off with that Costabile goal. Um, but I, I feel like that's more of like that's, a media that's thing. That's
1: sickening, like, dude. That's you can't do that. It's sickening. <laughs> you, why would you do that?
0: <laughs> because that sets up the story.
1: Uh, if, if of no, course it. Of course it does. But like that's burned into the memory of like so many
0: people. <laughs> Yeah, but what I'm saying though is like I feel like (laughs) it's like a media thing to like talk about like Duke Notre Dame in the past, but then these guys are are getting ready for these games and then it's like whatever, like we're playing these guys for like the night time. Like big J Big J journalism over here. I know I know you're I know you're (laughs) into it. Yeah. I'm I'm just out here trying to win a Pulitzer and
3: (laughs) Yeah, sorry, I'm talking J. We we don't really think about like the those past games very much. I mean like None of us were here uh, um, when we played them in the NCAAs or anything. So, like Glebo said, we, we've played them a bunch of times so far. But, you know, the Costabile goal or the I think it was 14 when, when Duke beat us in the in championship, the, in the championship yeah. game. Like, I guess we're aware of that. I know our coaches definitely haven't forgotten. Yeah. But, <laughs> that
4: that but, one still stings for them. For but sure. I don't
3: think that we, um, like, think about that when we're preparing to play them or anything. Like, all the personnel is different um this is sort of a you know every team says this or whatever but this is the only time we've got this team in the room so we're just we're just focused on um what we need to do to to beat them this weekend all
0: right hey that's that right there that that's that's the answer that we were looking to hear but (laughs) i mean (laughs) um but yeah so tell me this though so you guys so let's you know again we don't want to get too ahead of ourselves but let's say like you you win and then you come back to campus on saturday so like you already kind of mentioned that like no one else is but like so like what what happened last week when you guys beat hopkins like did you come back and like like did you have anyone to like celebrate with or is it just kind of everyone's gone and
3: it's just us yeah it's just us our parents who we I don't know what everybody did, but you, you, after the game, you probably hang out with your parents for a little bit. You go home, you play some video games or whatever with your buddies, and then you go to sleep <laughs> and get ready to get up and practice to, the next day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it, well, you know, when we're playing on Sunday, Monday is sort of just like a recovery day, so we're you know going to the locker room and rolling out or stretching or sitting in the Norma Tex or doing whatever it is that you need to do to get your legs feeling pretty good to, to be able to practice this week.
0: Yeah. I feel like yeah. lacrosse, lacrosse is a little fucked up that way to where like, like if you win the national championship in like football or basketball, like you're, you're back at school and like the whole campus is there,
1: but lacrosse. Yeah. yeah. Well, are, are we PS4 or Xbox guys? Xbox, Xbox guys. Xbox. Fuck. <laughs> 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 i was gonna i was gonna say let's fucking play but oh here we are god damn it all right there's what no a- apex dog i've been playing apex legends all fucking semester but i can get yeah, i can get dicked like, in I 2k thought. like that's fine
3: i haven't played apex we play a lot of Fortnite in our house oh Day right night. you guys no.
1: you're still in the, still in the Fortnite grind i feel you i feel you
3: yeah i've honestly oh. never even played apex i've heard good things though
1: it's pretty sick. Um, you mentioned the Norma Tech things; those shit is that shit is fucking fire for your legs. Like I, yeah. I, I, lo- I go to cryotherapy and then I do the Normatec, and I'm like, I walk it out of there feeling like a new man. So, you know, whoever is your athletic trainer is all y'all's athletic department is
3: fucking on it because that shit is sick. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they treat us pretty well.
0: Yeah, we're not not sponsored by Normatech, but if you know, if you want to s- start sending over some some free gear, I'll, I'll throw my legs <laughs> in there. Sure.
3: Oh, for sure.
0: Uh, um, you guys do though. You you guys have a, have a nice little. Uh, I mean, obviously, Notre Dame it's a huge school, especially for athletics, so it's not that surprising. But you guys, I see you guys pumping out some uh, some strength and conditioning videos on, on you know on social media and shit you guys are out <laughs> there grinding <laughs> Roger I've, I've seen you grind a little bit there you make some appearances on those videos
4: <laughs>
3: do,
0: do you, uh, yeah, so, the so, yeah just just when the camera's rolling that's when you get a few sets in real quick <laughs> <laughs> that's when
3: i put the heavy weights on
0: yeah. yeah uh all yeah. right well you know what what else uh Actually, I we we were talking about this a little bit before we got the the mics rolling. Um, but so, Ryder, Ryder, you're a big Bruins guy. Brennan, are you a bees guy as well? Or nah, I'm,
4: I'm a Rangers fan. I was born in New York, so both my parents from there. Oh. A New York sports guy. You
0: motherfuckers with that second pick. That um, all right, but so I mean, but right, you're you're just Boston through like four for four, right? Ah.
3: Uh. I I don't like the Patriots. I'm a Redskins fan.
0: Where the fuck do you get Redskins?
1: I was very Uh, confused. I would dude, I was going back through the old through through your old tweets because I'm like a huge like social media dork. Like I'm I'm so I hate it so much. But I was going there was like (laughs) Redskins. I was like, what the fuck? It says he's from New Hampshire on his fucking bio. How does he a Redskins fan?
3: Yeah, I don't know. When I was little, I loved Clinton Portis. Um so he got traded in like 2004 or five. Um, and from then on, I was just a huge Redskins fan. Like I got a Redskins, a Clinton Portis bathead in my room. Um, it, yeah. I, I mean, it sucks. Like I wish I didn't <laughs> make that decision when I was, you know, nine years old or whatever. But when you're 23, you can't really be like, all right, everyone, I, like, I give up on the Redskins. <laughs> I'm going to like the Patriots now.
1: But that's fair though, and like you have to respect, you know, sticking with a, a team for so long. Like my dad's a fucking Raiders fan. Like that's how oh, bad, like, and he's oh, been a Raiders wow. fan for like thirty years. So like he's he's seen all of the shits. So you have
0: to respect it, you know. Yeah, but those picks for Khalil Mack are gonna be. Oh Jesus the Raiders
1: Christ!
3: Are toast.
1: The Raiders are toast. Yeah, the Raiders are toast. They, they, I don't.
3: But, yeah, that, that's the thing about being a Redskins fan. No one can call me, like, a front-runner a bandwagon fan or whatever because, like, look, I would have loved to have celebrated the last six Super Bowls since I've been alive, but instead I celebrate nine and seven seasons where we sneak into the playoffs and get bounced by 30.
0: Brent, <laughs> Brendan, are you a Giants guy then?
3: Yeah,
4: Giants guy. Oh, Ooh, so, so, <laughs> so. So, yeah, uh, we don't even want to talk about it.
0: Well, I mean, hey, this this can go into getting ready for, for Duke this weekend, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can kind of channel some of that energy and like Yeah, I
4: might have to, I guess. Yeah.
0: Just just every time, every time you're you're lining up to to guess one in top <laughs> corner, just think about Dan Jones. Dan Jones. Uh, well, all right. That that's it's a little unfortunate, probably a Knicks guy as well. So, um, yeah, I'm not a big NBA guy, but, uh, all right. Well, either way we can, we can turn, we, we can turn your fortune around this weekend. You know, I, yeah. think, I think that's, that's kind of something that, you know, like you need the rest of the guys on your team to kind of rally around you because you like you're, you're due for a win here, right?
4: <laughs> yeah, I could definitely use one. There we go. We could use, um, use one.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Real quick, Ryder. It, so, what's what's the deal with? Because uh, this is probably I don't know if it's been answered already, and I just missed it. So, like, so when you played on Sunday, so what does that mean for for next year?
3: No more Notre Dame. Got to go so, be a real person. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: Like that's that's pretty fucking badass though, because like there, I mean, there was a chance that that like you would have just went back for just one game and then. And then Dunzo, um, so that I like, fuck, I love that mentality. Then where it's just like, all right, like I'm I'm going out right here, like no matter what. So that's yeah. Fuck, I, I wish I would have knew that before I started making some picks at the beginning of the tournament. <laughs> that makes me look yeah. real fucking dumb.
3: I mean, it. I guess there was like that thought, if if you want to let that like creep into the back of your mind like when they scored the first goal they gave him, I guess I could have been like, oh, sh- that stinks. Like ma- maybe this is the end, but I don't think that we ever felt like that. I felt like we were pretty confident throughout the week. Um, and even when they scored the first goal, it was like, all right, well, we haven't even had the ball yet. Um, and then like, there was a lot of stuff that would have had to happen in order for me to be able to play next year. And then the allure of, um, you know, I, I came in with, you know, the 11 other guys in my class. So finishing up with them was, you know, obviously I didn't want to put myself in this position, um, but finishing up with these guys is, um, you know, when I got here, that's how I fit, figured it would end up. And that's obviously how it's going to end up now, hopefully in two and a half week or a week and a half, whatever it is on, on Memorial Day Monday.
4: Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think also that just kind of like, Shows the the kind of commitment Riders had to this team. Like, guys can give him like on social media, or whatever. People can give him shit for like not making grades, like whatever. Uh But like, yeah, we
0: like, we, don't, we don't need to, we don't need to say his name right now.
4: Yeah, we're yeah. not going to go like, into no, that. I mean, just like, what what people didn't see is like all year Riders busting his ass at practice, like every day, doing whatever he could to help the team out, make the team better. Like playing on the scout team, he was like the best scout team player we've ever had. And so like that I think that's kind of part of the reason why like him coming back and playing in this game was just like pretty pretty well received by the guys on our team because like everyone saw behind closed doors kinda of, like what he was doing all year, like commitment to the team, just like towards our one goal of like winning a national championship. So like, you know, people can say like he, he shouldn't be playing like whatever. Like that's that's not how the NCAA rule should be, but he took care of his business. He he helped our team out all year and now he's he's helping us out on the field. So it's definitely, uh, it's definitely kind of my take on it.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, I, I feel like there, there would obviously be like a chance of like, you know, someone like being like, ah, uh, like, like just like in the back of their head, like, oh man, like, I, I you know, I wish he's not coming in because he's fucking motorcycle driving, off. uh, just like, oh yeah, like I wish he wasn't fucking coming because like now he's taking my in time, um. But, like, I mean, that answer right there, that just kind of shows, like, that's... I, I feel like every team, like, in this time of the year is going to say that they're, like, a super tight-knit team and, and you know, that they're one unit. Um, but I think the, the fact that, like, everyone was, like, so pumped for him to come back and, and like, it seemed like it kind of transitioned in there pretty seamlessly. Um, like, that, that seems like a, a team that's, like, all... Like I don't want to get like too like cliche or anything, but like everyone's like bought into like the team goal, um, yeah. which is which is definitely something that's cool to see.
4: Yeah, and I mean like like guys overall like playing time, no playing time, whatever it is, like guys just want to win a national championship at, at this point in the year, and like it's pretty obvious that we're a better we're a better team when riders on the field. You know, no matter like what extent that is, a little bit of playing time, a lot of playing time, starting, not starting, whatever it is, like guys guys realize that.
3: Yeah, I, we we talked about it a little bit after the game. Like you said, like it it takes a pretty special group to have. You know, if I play even five minutes, that's got to come from somewhere. Somebody that's been playing those five minutes throughout the rest of the year, and that you didn't hear anyone, you know, complaining or pouting that they maybe got a couple minutes dropped here or there. Um, I think that everyone's just totally bought into doing whatever it is that they need to do to um, push this team as far as we can go.
0: Yeah. Uh real quick, speaking of some other guys on the team this is just um I mean kind of unrelated here but I, I just a guy who I just want to know about um Wheaton Boys. tell tell me about him because that fucking name is so incredible I just <laughs> I like I need to know what he's about uh
4: I mean it's good dude you know <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like I mean hey,
0: hey,
3: put it put it on his tombstone Wheaton Jackaboyz good dude good dude <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to. I want to give you like something that will like pop. like really nice kid. I feel like he's like almost like too normal.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel. I feel like with a name like that, with like a name gotta, like that,
3: especially. Yeah. Yeah. You would expect some like crazy backstory or something, but not. Mm-hmm. I mean, from Kansas City, so that's like something different as far as in the lacrosse yeah. world. Yeah. Um, maybe.
0: Maybe he's overcompensating on the normal part, just because like growing up with a name like that, I guess. <laughs>
3: Went to Culver, um, mi- like military guy. Uh, well, I thought I thought only Canadians went there.
4: No, yeah, he's he's not like the typical Culver guy. Yeah, you would never like you wouldn't you wouldn't guess that he went to Culver.
1: What he doesn't have like he like he's not like fucking ripped out of his mind or something from doing a million push-ups <laughs> every every day.
3: He's kind of, he's kind of ripped. I okay, mean, he's, not, he's not like he's not like two hundred pounds crazy ripped,
4: weight in the in the weight he's room, like yeah.
3: he's cut cut. He's in sick shape. He's fast as hell. And probably pound for pound, I'm sure he's really strong. I mean, I don't know. I don't lift with him, but he's I mean he's definitely stronger than I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I, I have to give the, the the flow advantage goes to you, obviously.
1: Okay?
3: <laughs> I have a little bit more experience there. Plus he's got a girlfriend that probably has a say in what to get. Yeah. You hate to see it.
1: <laughs> no girlfriends during lacrosse season. That's pretty much the fucking rule. It's always been.
0: Or else yeah. you get or else you get put on blast by the by the ESPN <laughs> broadcast team. Uh, oh
3: I, I, I did see that uh Men got oh, yeah. sort of torn up by their
0: graphic. That, that it was ruthless for him and they, they were out there they were out there telling some lies apparently they they said he had six, <laughs> they said he had six cats at home apparently he just has one dog but no i one mean
3: had six cats
0: but I, I i don't know man i like i feel like as, as soon as someone says that you have six cats like i don't know if you can come back from that like even if it's even if it's just spreading fake news that's um, a pretty
3: serious accusation
0: it, it really is. I think that I, I'd call the cops if somebody said that about me. <laughs> uh, um, all right. Well, what else? You know. Hopefully. Yeah. You guys just have to like keep everything under wraps though, because apparently that, that ESPN crew is just out, out to snipe people. So, uh, you know, keep, I guess keep everything behind closed doors. You, you don't want to be the next cat guy of the NCAA tournament.
3: I didn't see any of those for our team. Yeah. You? I don't think so. Uh... I think so. I didn't see any of those little Nothing, bio No blasts. crazy stats. No. no, like looking for a girlfriend. I saw that one. Yeah,
0: on oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was I, a, I, uh, folds. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's not a bad goal to have like after college, so.
3: Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's like it's a pretty pretty, yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty normal good goal. Thing. Yeah,
1: I'm sure All his mean, Instagram DMs were on fire after the game. Yeah.
3: yeah. Girl girls hit him up. Right. Hey, maybe that was on purpose. Maybe they're hooking <laughs> him up.
0: That yeah. Get get a niche the assist on that one.
3: Well in, in that case, me too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll, ladies. Uh, yeah. If, <laughs> if anything, we'll just uh you know, we'll just Photoshop something onto the uh whenever they bring up your bio on there. We'll 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 get it we'll get it going for you.
3: Well I gotta get a new bio pic first. <laughs> that thing is tough.
1: I
0: don't know if I don't know if I've seen it.
1: Oh. It is it's pretty tough. I'm looking at it right now. It's like the same one they've
4: used for three years. Freshman year
3: yeah, pictures. Like,
4: yeah.
3: <laughs> I had showered like probably like two days. Just had a beanie on. Walked in. No comb, no nothing. And yeah, my mom's not pumped about that, but whatever. It's almost over. <laughs> she can live a little bit longer with it. Yeah. We got her a nice Mother's Day win this past weekend, yeah. so she can deal with it. There you go. That's uh, fair.
0: What uh, what do you guys got going on? So you know, after a week and a half, what uh, are are you guys are you guys playing anywhere or? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be
4: working. I'm working in New York. Um, Classic. And might try and play a little bit. I got drafted by the uh, the Redwoods, so oh, that's works. my team. That's my team. I picked. I picked. The, I bottom picked
1: bottom. The, yeah. I picked the PLL team, because you got to pick one, right? I was like, Redwoods, here we go. What was your rationale, all the Notre Dame guys? Uh, yeah, well, the fact that they had uh, two Sergios on the team, fucking sick. I had to go with that. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, no, I, I love both both of the Sergios, and I uh, just think it's a strong-ass team. So it's going to be even stronger with, with Brennan
0: on it.
3: Yeah, and then I have no plans. Just taking it one day at a time.
0: <laughs> you got. You got to play. Uh, you got to pick up some some beer league hockey. You got to get that back into your life. I haven't.
3: I haven't put the pads on since my PG year, so I'm not sure. I need a couple stick practices before I can step in.
0: Well, I mean, you could just like start off just like skating out, and then like you could be that that dude who's like a hero when because like every. I feel like goalies only show up like every other game. Um, So like you could be the guy that's like, all right, guys, like I'll hop in net and then ha- have a great game, and then you could just be like a beer league legend from there. So
3: that's not. Don't tell anyone I played goalie before; they just think I just just picked it up Shit. on the fly. Yeah. I'm kicked right. know, left and right. Uh,
1: I've, I've never actually played hockey before, so I don't. How do I put these on? Like, can somebody help me put these on? <laughs> well,
3: there you go. You're a right. your PLL team. Uh, it's,
0: it's a shame because we ended up picking the same team. I would have liked to have like some rivalry here. Um, but I, 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 I go where Nick Acello goes. So yeah, I went true. with the Redwoods. Um, but in, at, at least for this specific podcast episode, uh, you know, fuck, fuck the Chrome. So <laughs> right. we, we, we do, we do not ride with the Chrome. I feel like that's the, uh, the Duke team probably going to get a, a angry angry email from gutterding after that one but good answer yeah uh but yeah no i I rhyme with the redwoods they got they got good colors so
3: yeah i like their jerseys they look like the uh uvenis jerseys
0: Mm, they do i'm not a huge soccer guy but i i picked up on that reference
3: as did i not a huge soccer guy i still got it (laughs) the uh that that should be your replacement for your hockey team the atlanta soccer team is cool apparently
1: they are they are cool, but it's like everybody suddenly decided to to care about soccer. So it's like how like everybody has not Atlanta a United shirt. Like everybody doesn't land a United sticker on their car. It's like, fuck, can we just have one thing like that we just stick with for, for like <laughs> five years? But yeah, I guess I, I guess I could. They play in a, a cool stadium or, or whatever. But speaking of jerseys, what's the what's y'all's favorite jersey that y'all have ever worn? Because I know my I know my favorite Notre Dame jersey that you all wore, but but go. So, like on the field. Yeah, like on the field. Like, what what is your what's your favorite? You know.
0: Well, hold on, because that's a that's a weird that's today. a weird way to start answering that question. Because yeah. then, what's the other? Yeah, wait, wait, yeah. No, no,
3: wait. I, wait. I, I don't know. I only <laughs> have like forty jerseys in my closet, so I was like, oh, I like this question. But <laughs> on the field, I really like the ones. That we wear or have worn on St. Patty's Day the last couple of years, um, especially with the the helmets we got last year, those are pretty cool. The all white helmets with the white cage. Um, so yeah, I guess those. I mean, we've only got
4: we don't we don't mix it up too much, so we we've got limited options. Yeah. I like I like wearing like blue jerseys with white shorts mm-hmm. uh, is and the gold lids is a, is like a pretty good combo. I was yeah. I was I was fishing for the for the Saint
1: Patrick's Day jersey answer. I, I knew that's what it was going to be, but I just had to hear it.
3: Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, we've only we've only worn those. Three, in the, yeah, in we've our, only worn three different yeah. jerseys. Who yeah.
0: uh, who 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 makes that call though? And what you guys wear is that is that the captain? or the coach, seniors.
4: Uh, yeah, usually seniors. Like, I mean, we usually just wear like the white jerseys at home, the the blue jerseys away, and then
3: if we want to like mix something up we'll go up and ask coach if if that's cool. Yeah, well, hey. but we got, we got smoked in the blue helmets Yeah, that we wore so those this year, are, those so are toast. Those are retired for <laughs> in, at least until next year.
0: Give us uh give us a little we we need to break some news on this podcast. So what are the, what are the boys wearing on Saturday? Or has that not been decided yet?
4: I think we're wearing uh cuz I think we got to wear blue jerseys cuz we're the away team. So I think we're wearing blue with with white shorts. Oh, oh yeah. okay. We had, we had good fortune against Duke in in that uni combo in the last couple years. Yeah, I
3: think I think we wore that combo in the last two ACC semis. Last so. three, I think actually. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. So well, that, yeah,
0: like that right there. That's a stat that like like the mainstream guys aren't really going to be bringing up that much. So saber uh, saber metrics for you. Yeah, for that game.
3: Yeah, I'm not sure anybody will pick up on that. You tweet that out. <laughs> <laughs> that's big breaking news. <laughs>
0: All right. So yeah, just you know, just some advanced stats here. Uh, you know, last three times that these teams met in in any sort of playoff format, Duke has gotten worked while Notre Dame wears blue and white. So just in case anyone's looking to, you know, make some of their picks based off of some, some saber metrics there. There you go. Um, yeah, I hoping
3: mean, everyone picks against us though. Everyone was picking Hopkins last week and we sort of like that. So if everyone wants to pick Duke, if you want to pick Duke, that's fine. Go ahead. All right. I can't, I, I physically cannot root for Duke. Like I don't have it in me,
1: so I can't, so it's not going to be in. not going to be there. All right. So Notre Dame's off the table. Who's your, who's your squad? Uh, my squads, unfortunately it's the heels. Cause I'm from North Carolina, but because yeah, okay. you know, you grow you, you, you cut kind of, in North Carolina. It's like, you're either a Duke or a UNC fan. Like you, it's, it's one or the other or NC state for some fucking reason. Um, <laughs> And that's I've always ridden with the heels, and that's who I who I had to. There a couple unfortunate showings uh, recently, but you know it is what it is,
3: right? Yeah, I mean we we definitely don't like them, but if you're from North Carolina, I guess you got to pick one or the two. Yeah, two. Jordan, do you have one?
0: Uh, I don't really have a team at all, uh, except for the Ursinus College a little D three action Centennial Conference uh, Centennial They're Conference right. champs this year. Not a big deal.
3: Yeah, I saw that. I saw you retweeted something like that. Yeah.
0: Then they uh good old fashioned meltdown in the first round of the D3 tournament. So <laughs> still a little butthurt about it, but uh, you know, You hopefully. don't sound better at all. Yeah, no, like don't even care about it one bit. <laughs> up 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 7-2 and then Ooh. Uh, yeah. Tough, Switched tough. Apply. Uh, Springfield? I guess okay. gu- guess yeah, I guess the the mass school. Yeah. Um but yeah. I mean, I n- No D1 team, Uh, you know, just because still a little butthurt that I couldn't get recruited D1. So fuck all you guys. (laughs) Um, All right, boys. Well, yeah, I I don't want to keep you too long here. I know you you still got some uh, game planning to do and, you know, got to get those blue jerseys and white shorts ready and and looking extra crispy for Saturday. So, uh, hey, just do us a favor and, and keep those, uh, you know, keep, keep the highlights rolling. The, uh, that, that dive was, was great for social media on last, last Sunday. So we could use a few more of those to get our numbers up and, uh, hopefully, hopefully get to see you boys in Philly. Yeah,
4: yeah. definitely. Thanks for, uh, thanks for having us. Yeah. We'll see what we can do.
0: All right, fellas. And, uh, Hey, you you guys you guys win on Saturday. I'll I'll make sure that we have some, some pads here in Philly. And and maybe we'll we'll just maybe we'll just get it going in, in the parking lot at the link.
3: All right. All right Nothing jump. wrong with a little street hockey. Yeah. No, not at all.
0: All right, boys. Appreciate you coming on. Best of luck.
3: Thank you. Thanks, Thanks for having us. Yeah.
0: All right. Thanks again to Ryder and Brendan for hopping on. Um, You know, again, pretty busy week for them getting ready for this game on Saturday. So appreciate them taking the time to hop on the mics. And uh, so, you know, best of luck to those guys. But so their game will be over on Saturday. But guess what? We still have more lacrosse looking right ahead of us this weekend because Sunday it gets going again. Sunday at noon. Schedule that brunch a little bit earlier. Um, you know, make sure that you have all your all your all your errands done in time because Sunday at noon we have probably the matchup that will decide the Wharton Trophy winner for this year. We've got the Penn State Nittany Lions coming fresh off of a dick kicking over UMBC, uh, and they will be playing against Pat Spencer and the Loyola Greyhounds. So. This Penn State team, that was the two, three, that was the fourth time this year that they put up uh, 20 plus goals on the season. Four times in one season, they've gone 20 or more goals in a game. Um, one of them was against Hopkins, which is quality. UMBC, like, I mean for their UMBC stinks. Um but it you know to, to put up twenty-five in your to for your first NCAA tournament win, that's big time. Um, you know, they also put up twenty-seven against Robert Morris and then twenty-four against Jackson. But like like this is an offense that if they smell blood in the water, they are going to stuff the back of the net. Every single fucking time that they touch the ball. So for for a Loyola defense that hasn't necessarily looked incredible this year, like that's that's gonna be an issue.
1: They're they're gonna be a nightmare for Loyola's defense. Um you know, if you have if you have one attackman, right? If you have if you have your one, your one guy who's who's you know the stud of Michael Sowers. Let's say, you know, he's a bad example because he's Michael Sowers does everything. But if you have a if you have a one, you know, super good attackman, you know, you can usually beat him by scheme. You know, you can you you, you got your your slides set up and, you know, you're, you're preventing him from moving the ball and from preventing him from me from getting the ball. You know, but Penn State has weapons at every fucking position. It's it, you know, they've got a, a starting attack line that's insane. And they've also got midfielders who can run and gun like. You know, I think I don't think that Jack Kelly's ever dropped the ball on the crease. Um, you know, I think this is, you know, we've talked about dick kickings before, but I think Penn State um, might w- waltz in here and absolutely just kick the shit out of Loyola. Um, and yeah, you know, like
0: a, a lot of that, like the so again, I, I think that this offense is, is just way too much of a wagon to pick against. I think that the one thing that'll prevent this from being a uh, uh, full-blown shit pumping or not um, will be Jacob Stover, who, I mean, he's, he's had, he's had a, a pretty good year. He's sitting right around like 60% uh, say a percentage. So, um, you know, he hasn't necessarily been like, like a wall in cage. Um, but I mean, he he has the ability to come up with some, with some big time, like timely saves. Yeah. Um, I, I just, but like you said, like like you can't game plan for this. Like the only thing that you could possibly do against this offense is just like if for somehow like Loyola is just like the most conditioned team in on planet Earth, and they just like shut off everybody like the entire game, just like press out the entire time. But like even then, it's just like you can't. I I, I don't understand how how you shut this offense off. I mean they've got. They've got what they've got six players who have at least 25 goals on the season um all those guys have like 40 plus points on the year um you know like like all of these guys are just killers like like they're, they're starting six all have uh you know at least 25 goals and at least 40 points like that is fucking that's, ridiculous that's insane. It's so insane, and then like, and then combine the fact with, uh, you know, you got Gerard Orsari, who you know he's kind of been falling off a little bit here. Um, But I mean, when you can score twenty five goals in a game and get the ball back most of the time after those goals, um, you know that like that's gonna make it even more difficult for this Loyola defense to keep up because they're just gonna get dunked on, and then then right away the next whistle they're going to have to play defense again so um you know but again so jacob stover uh, on one end and then obviously this is you know the the pretty uh obvious take but it it just depends like if pat spencer has if he's like actually superman you know um which like I, I think a lot of lacrosse fans think that he is i i think that he he's got a ton of superman in him but like can he, can he take over a game just on one half of the field? Um, you know, and, and that, that's kind of a tough, like.
1: I- that's a tall task. Like it's a, that's a lot to ask of even, you know, one of the the best players that we've seen in, in, a, in the game and, in, in, you know, recent years. Like I, that's a, that's a very tall task. You know, it's a lot dude. Like you, you can't, you know, go up to him before the game. Like, oh, well, Pat, it's kind of up to you there, bud, get out there and fucking do your best. It's, it, it, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a lot of things like Loyola is going to have to, they're going to have to play hard at the X, you know, they're going to have to fight for every, every, you know, possession. They have to make every possession count. You know, Penn state is absolutely lethal in transition and they're absolutely lethal, uh, capitalizing on mistakes. So,
0: yeah. Now, the one thing I will say is that, like, luckily for Loyola, for Loyola, Penn state's defense isn't that great either. Um, You know, I, I think that teams have shown that, that they can, you know, they can put the ball in the back of the net on them as well. Um, So like the only way to like beat Penn state is, is you just have to like keep pace with them. Um, So, I mean, Loyola doesn't have the depth that Penn state has offensively, Um, you know, and, and Penn State's starting six, I, they're obviously the best starting six in the country. Um, But I mean, if, if, Kevin Lindley ends up finding himself just getting open a ton, like on the, on the backside there. And you know, if, if guys like chase Scanlon and Aiden Olmstead are, are getting their shots on cage. Like I, I think that they can keep pace for a while. Um, but again, it's, it's only a matter of time before Penn state's depth is just like, Oh shit. How the fuck do we keep up with these guys? We can't. Um, so yeah, as like, I hate to say it. And like, I know that you're going to hate to hear it and, and, but like I, I feel like there's a pretty good chance um, that that this is the end for Pat Spencer playing college lacrosse.
1: I think so too, and you know you hate to see it, um, but like it's been an incredible year for him. I uh, we feel we're talking about him like he's about to fucking die on the field, you know, like get murdered with an axe or something. Like it's not he's not gonna die. You know he's, he's he might even come back and play basketball. I would I would I would. But, you know, turn on uh, the league basketball, to watch them play some Loyola b-ball. But, um, yeah, man, I, I just I, – I don't see Penn State uh, letting their foot off the gas because they've had it on all year.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I just – Again, I, I, I don't understand how anybody is going to stop them from scoring at least like 15, 16 goals. So like that – the game plan to beat them is like, you got it. But like even, even Hopkins, they scored 17. They still lost in overtime in in the big 10 final. So like, unless you're putting 20 up against Penn state, think about, you know, just, uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe don't, maybe don't plan any like celebratory parties after the game, unless you're ready to put up 20. Um, Yeah. Uh, Real quick though. So I feel like whoever wins that game, like, I, I feel like the, the Tewartons always decided on like which one of the finalists gets their, you know, gets their team to championship weekend. And then it usually comes down to whoever goes the furthest. Um, I'm, I'm still a little undecided. Like, I, I feel like, I feel like you almost have to give it to Pat. Um, you know, he's a, a three-time finalist. He hasn't won it yet. He's set the, the NCAA, uh, you know, all-time assist record. He's second most in points in NCAA lacrosse history. Like, I, I feel like if there was ever a time to make the, uh, the Twarden more of like a, uh, like a body of work type of thing, you still got to give it to Pat, regardless of what happens on, on Sunday. Cause like, granted, man, he's got another year to come back. He, so he's going to have another hundred plus point year and then he can win it next year. Um, so. But but I, I still feel like that whoever wins this game it's between Grant and Pat it's probably gonna go to the winner. I,
1: I agree that it probably will. I don't agree that it should. Um, I think that the Tuaregton to is as always been, has and always has been to recognize the most outstanding player in college lacrosse. Like I I get it. It's lacrosse's Heisman. You know. Um, unfortunately, I think that sometimes. The team's record has a ton, to, you know, and the, the record and their success has a lot to do with, you know, who who um, who gets the award. Uh, I I think that Pat simply by his athleticism and what he's done for Loyola and what Loyola has done this year and last year, um, and I think that he is deserving of it, even if they lose. You're right, I meant has a whole nother year to score 100 points. I don't see any of those guys coming back and not not having. Hundred point, you know, hundred point. I don't, I don't see him coming back. He can score 150 points next year. Like that's, like that's not unrealistic to think that if he, if he, if he really went for it, he could score 150 points.
0: Dude, hold crazy. up, because that's also what's so goddamn scary about this Penn State team is like we're we're talking about like, dude, like how is anybody supposed to stop them? Pretty much all of them are coming back next year. Besides, like Nick Spillane, he, he's a senior. Um, like a lot of the most of these guys are all come, holy shit that is yeah. oh my god that's a that's a wagon of a lineup and they're pretty much all returning Whew. yeah i mean that's that's gonna be rough it's, good. it's gonna be gonna be a real damn shame to be a defensive coordinator in the big 10 um but yeah, yeah, I, we're in agreement there, though. Like, I, I feel like, I don't know, maybe just come up. Like, if for some reason, if Pat Spencer doesn't win the Tawarton this year, like, they have to come up with a new award to give them. Um, just just a, a, a lifetime achievement award. Um, and then, so the final game of the uh, quarterfinals, Sunday, 2.30, uh, another another rubber match here so we've got well no it won't be a rubber match because Penn's already up 2-0 but third time meeting Penn versus Yale the trilogy uh so this will be the third and final part of the season Penn has won the last two games against Yale both of them have been a one goal game um so in the regular season, believe it was so it was a triple overtime, thirteen to twelve win, uh, and then in the Ivy League final, they got a twelve eleven win. So, I mean, this has been tight games, but Penn has just been able to to find ways to win, which they've been doing ever since losing their first three of the season. So, um, you know, we feel like we mentioned it like ten times a week that Penn has has won twelve in a row. Um, but so now Yale. Yale's coming into this game, and and that's that like that that's got to be like such a like like a, a fire under the or like what do they do to like the bulls when when they do bull riding? You're you're a guy from the south, don't they like tie up their nuts or something so that they're like super super pissed off when they get out of the gates?
1: Well, those bulls are uh, they're naturally like that. Um, they're just but like they they do all sorts of shit. Like I've heard that they. they you know they poke them with a hot poker and all sorts of shit. So like, I mean, I've heard
0: that they like like tie their balls. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they yeah. do. So like, but but so, Penn winning those last two games by one goal each. Like I feel like Yale's like their their balls are all tied up and they're gonna come out of the gates fucking pissed off. Um, you know, trying trying to get themselves a win in this in this rivalry here this season. So like that would, that would kind of scare me a little bit if I was Penn, because it's hard enough to beat the same team twice in a season, let alone three times. Um, so like, I, I feel like the only thing though is, is Penn has Penn has a home game lined up on uh Memorial day, Saturday, if, if they win this game, so that that's, that's also some, some extra juice going into this one. So, I mean, no matter what, it's it's going to be a one goal game. So, again, I have no idea how to feel about this one, but I know it's going to be a great game.
1: Yeah, that's a that's a bold prediction. the the one the one goal game. Um, I like I like Pan a lot. I like their team. I like how they play. Um, they got a lot of shooters, a lot of guys who can really um, spread the ball out. Uh, Sam Hanley's a, a bold little motherfucker. Um, that that dude will, will shoot around you with no like no care for following through right up into your neck. Does not care. I love it. Um, I hate it as a defenseman, but absolutely love to watch it. Um, but Yale's tough too. Uh, you know, uh, Joey Sessa and and uh, uh, Gaudet. Like those guys are are going to be out there for blood. Um, would wouldn't be shocked if we had a little uh, nerd rough up you know, some guys, uh, guys, a little
0: shoving, maybe a little bit, you know, the nerds you getting know what mad. I, would, I would love like, like a pregame, like little, little, like just, just give me some extra juice heading into like, so, you know, maybe, maybe one team just kind of like crosses over midfield a little bit during warmups. Like, um, Oh yeah. You know, like maybe, maybe they just like casually like drop some balls on the other side so that they have to like step over the line and, and get it. Um, you know, and then that could lead to some pushing and shoving. Like if, if we got like some pregame, kerfuffles going like that like that's something that i think would whew, that would get that game going quick definitely I think, well, that, I think that's great dude but like penn penn plays like like they play some some bully lacrosse like there was a uh pretty sure it was it was in the penn army game it, actually it could have been uh could have actually been the penn state uh umbc one but either way like i i feel like i remember pen riding against army and and someone just putting somewhere on their ass but now that i'm thinking of it i think it was actually o'keefe against umbc either way pen like they've got they've got some like big dudes who can throw their body around like on on both ends of the field um so yeah I, i would love to see this one get super scrappy
1: i think that's what we're in for you know like that i mean it's it's crunch time and everybody's out there they just want to fucking play and we'll get to watch it on uh on prime time so 2 30 sunday like that's it's fucking sweet actually i'll be i'll be i gotta triathlon because i'm white as hell but uh i'll be able to catch it a little bit later i guess might yeah. dvr it like mm-hmm. dad but <laughs> G- gonna gonna hit a pr no, it's actually the longest fucking one I've ever done. it's a half iron man so if i don't if I don't actually perish out there uh'll be I'll be back next week with you for, the, for so we can talk about these games.
0: All right well I'll just have to start putting some feelers out though for another for a new co-host if, if <laughs> you they do happen to die
1: uh, uh, you might you might my girlfriend <laughs> will send out a tweet from my account just let everybody know hey guys he's dead as hell.
0: Yo, that would be good for the podcast, though. We we would get a lot of downloads. This would be your last one ever, so that's true. Um, so, I mean, feel free. Like, just saying, it's win win. Um, I I'll tell you what, though, one guy who really needs to show up for this game. Um, you know, and it's a guy who's been there before. Knows what it takes to to not only get to championship weekend, but to also pull the whole thing together and come out of there with the national championship. Um, I think that this is going to be a huge, huge game for handsome Dan. So like, I, I, I feel like this team goes as handsome Dan goes. So, you know, if, if he's out there before the game and like the boys can see that he, you know, he's ready to go. Like he's, he's all over the place, you know, all over the field, um getting some extra reps in, just going through all those ground balls, um you know, staying nice and low and just working his ass off. Like I feel like that's going to provide that spark for the Yale team to be like, "All right, boys, like we got this, like handsome dans in the zone right now. Like he wants another trip to championship weekend. We got to get it for him." Um, you know, for for Penn, they're they're the Quakers. So it's like like what are, what are you going to have like some just fucking nerd running out there with like a, a powdered wig and, the, and some goofy ass hat. Some
1: dust. That's a dusty ass mascot, bro. They gotta, they gotta update that or something. They gotta become like, I don't know. Uh, I mean, shit like Quakers, Quakers had like horse drawn carriages and shit. That's outdated as hell. You know, I mean, Yale's got handsome Dan, like, and, and handsome Dan's made it to the big stages again. You know, you really, you really got to respect the, the off season work that he, that you know, he put in. With the, for the boys you know it's a it's a two-way street
0: and and he got he got like a taste of it like you know he he got a taste oh, yeah. of the fame last year like he was and and so pe you know people have been all over handsome dan so far this year because like they you know they're like oh like this dude right here this is the fucking champion um so like i i feel like that's just gonna drive him to to just you know you you get a taste of it like you, whenever you talk to champions they're always they're always talking about the next one. Um, you know, so you know, you, you never want to be satisfied. You always want to be better than than you were before. Um, so champions are always looking for the next one, and handsome Dan is is no different.
1: Agreed. Uh you know, if we could if, you know, as a coach and and, and Jordy, you can attest to this as well. If you if you want any of your players to model their behavior and their attitude after somebody else, it would more than likely be handsome Dan.
0: Yeah. I mean, he doesn't listen that well. Like he's probably not like very coachable, Um, but like the heart that he has and the hustle, like that shit that you can't teach anyway. So like, you you can't teach that. That's something that you're born with. Um, So, you know, I'm, I'm sure that every once in a while he he gives, he's like handsome. Dan is the the prototypical, like when you're a coach and you're on the sideline and you see a player do it, like, you're like, no, 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 no. And then like, he ends up scoring and you're like, uh, like all right like whatever it, it worked then like you look like an asshole who was like screaming no like settle down settle down Ah, uh, okay like that's handsome dan so he gives coaches heart attacks but you can't knock the hustle nope not one bit so i guess i'm going yale I, yeah i, I, I guess would, i would. guess that's that's kind of what that whole spiel just boiled down to so um i mean i would love to see penn win you know just get if philly school you know a couple guys, you know, I know a couple guys on that coaching staff, not a big deal. Um, so would like love to see them get a win. Um, but I also, you know, if, if handsome Dan makes his way to, to Philly, uh, you know, I would love to bring my little girl Maisie over to meet him and, and just see if we can, uh, you know, breed, breed some more champions. So. Yeah, win, win, they,
1: right. It's really, it's really, a, you know, a win in both of your books.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I, I can't complain either way. Um, but yeah, so I guess that puts me on you know what? I'm I'm going Duke over Notre Dame. So I I'm, I'm going to ride with Duke, the Terps, Penn State and Yale.
1: Uh I'm doing Notre Dame, Maryland, Penn State.
0: I'm going to take Penn. All right. Well, there we go. So uh I mean you you've never been wrong, so That's right. I
1: mean, I just picked the correct ones. You know, so here we are.
0: It, that's actually, it's a really smart thing that you do is you pick the right ones instead of the wrong ones.
1: And yeah, people forget about that.
0: <laughs> it's pretty important. Uh, so there we go. That is the NCAA quarterfinals with a trip to Philly on the line for Memorial Day weekend. We've got eight teams left right now, and it'll be four before you know it. So Saturday, Sunday, twelve and two thirty. On both days That's the time where you are going to want to Be on a couch Crack open a bang Watch some lacks And keep it low to high To the day we die We out
2: You can run run on for a long time Run on for a long time Run on for a long time Tell the rambler, the gambler, the backbiter. Tell him that God's gonna cut him down. Tell him that God's gonna cut him down. You can run on for a long time. Run on for a long time. Run on for a long time. Sooner or later, God'll cut you down. Sooner or later, God'll cut you down. Well, you may throw your rock. Go and tell that midnight rider, tell the rambler, the gambler, the backbiter, tell him that God's gonna cut you down, tell him that God's gonna cut you down, tell him that God's gonna cut you down.